Good afternoon, Prophet Natty. What's going on? What did do? What did do? How are you? I good. I good. I did. I did. What's going on with you? Nice. Uh, I think I'm in the best place to be as a as a cannabis enthusiast right now. I'm in the beautiful island of Jamaica. I'm here for business, but you know we must dabble and explore the the joy that the herb has to offer across the island. Facts. And I really, 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 and truly love your artwork that you brought out the Caribbean cannabis channel. I love it. Thank I you. like how it looks. Well, I'll, have to big up, I'll have to big up my graphic artist. He's the one who conceptualized or actually put my thoughts into mm -hmm. a logo. So I'll big up Mellow Skin Graphics for the phenomenal job on the logo. Big up Mellow Skin one time. It looks really good. I really do love it. And the weed in it, I don't even know if I should, should I call it weed this time around or should we call it cannabis? Well, it depends on who you're talking to, you know, weed, cannabis, herb, ganja. I mean, it's all the same, it's all the same thing, you know, yeah. all the same thing. So in Jamaica, I know you said that you're going for strictly business and you're dabbling, but what strains you tried so far? Wow, um, I've tried a couple of strains actually. Um, let me see if I can name a few of them. <laughs> I tried Sawatat, um, it's more of a sativa strain. I tried um, LA Antidote, I believe that was um, Indica. I'm not too sure if I should say sativa or Indica because I'm seeing a debate now where people kind of face now the use of the, the two words. Yeah. But for those who are not familiar, I'll still use them. So, yeah, so um, the LA Antidote that was. Uh, in the car, then I had one that was called Next Kush, and that's next with two X's. And I also tried the popular Dilban Poison. Ooh. And I tried some like the local, the local strain, which don't really have a name, yeah, yeah. but it, you know, locally grown by those here in Jamaica. And a couple other strains I would have tried. Uh, my personal favorite that I tried here was um, Sour Tart, and I got that from. Jackana. My apologies. That's, yes. that's yeah, fine. So that's <laughs> so yeah, I tried a couple of strains that they were really they were really good. They were really good. No no harshness on the throat. You know, you got a nice um head high or body high from it. Um yeah, the overall experience of the herb here is it's always something to, to die for. I think anybody who's like a, a cannabis enthusiast, a lover of the herb. And they're in Jamaica, should definitely try um, the strains. I definitely making me want to come more than ever now because Love those strains that you're calling, yeah, definitely. Those strains that you call there, it make my lungs go. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's the strains that you're trying so far. You already told us your favorite strain. Um, but cannabis for you. How would you like tell cannabis, tell someone that has never tried it before? Like it's something that you should get into. I don't want to use it influencing, but you know, they would like to know more about cannabis and you know, I don't want to say the healing properties, but mm -hmm. what it can do for them in terms of creativity and you know, just overall expression of self. Wow, that, that's a good question. Um Usually when persons come to me about cannabis or wanting to find out about cannabis, uh, usually I ask them why you want to use it or like, what do you want to get out of it? Because mm -hmm. a lot of times, 
yeah, we, we persons generally know what cannabis can do for you or what how it affects the body. But I tell each and every person that I interact with, cannabis affects everybody differently, exactly. even though it may be the same strain. Or you may get similar feelings, but it affects everyone differently. So I always try to understand why someone use it so that I could best advise the method of consumption or how or what exactly about cannabis do they need from it. Mm-hmm. Um, so in terms of what I would first advise them, do your own, your own research and understand cannabis to a certain level. You don't have to be an expert, but there's a wealth of information on Google. There's a wealth of pod, I mean podcasts. Now. There's a wealth of cannabis pages mm-hmm. on Instagram to Facebook. And I'm sure that a lot of our friends or colleagues now dabble in cannabis, whether it be through a vape, um, they're drinking tea, um, edibles. So, so yeah, there, there are so many things to actually share with somebody who, who wants to get into cannabis. Um, but I always start off by um, advising them to understand why they are using it or how they want to use it. And by understanding those two things, then they'll be able to best decide what strain I may need or what, um, what method of consumption is suited to me, whether it be smoking it, whether it be vaping, eating, etc. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's um, I would put up in there and just advise them first understand your why so that you can then understand how oh. about consuming um, cannabis. Because again, it's not, it's not for everyone. Um, it's, not, it's, not, it's not bad, but you know, it's, not for every, it's not for everyone. Just like eating meat may not be everyone's cup of tea. Mm-hmm. Similar cannabis may not be your cup of tea, but I always tell persons, have an open mind about it. Don't just listen to all the negative stigmas, etc., that you would have heard because those things have to fuel fear and actually, when you have that fear or you have that anxiety going into the youth, usually that's where you, where you see persons, as we quote-unquote say, they become paro or they, they're all over the place, etc. Yeah. Because they, they have that fear and that anxiety in them. the negative so connotation already. Correct. So, so when they go into it now, they start to panic when they start to feel the, the high effect and these different mm-hmm. things when you're really supposed to sort of let go and enjoy enjoy the ride as we just say. Yeah, so, yeah. live in the present, you know. Correct, correct. That's why you just call it a medi. Or a a meditation. Exactly. And a lot of people don't get that. They just mm-hmm. think it's about, yeah, let me get high and let me just, you know, be wild and free. I mean if if that's what you want, uh we don't discriminate with you. If mm-hmm. that's what you want, by all means go ahead. But for for a lot of us it's all about the meditation. It's all about the process and enjoying the the whole experience yeah, and yeah. unraveling yourself, unraveling things about the world, you know, that part of it. And you know, as you bring up, unraveling, unraveling things. Like I caught cat out today, boy, you going on? Yeah, I'm <laughs> talking about unraveling things. Like, I don't know, a lot of people tend to ask, like, what is your craziest high experience? I personally can't remember, you know. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm asking you that question, you know, just for asking sake. My my craziest high experience. Wow. That you can remember, like I don't know, like there, I there's, so, I there's so many, there's so many. <laughs> my craziest high experience. Hmm. I'll have to I'll have to put some thought in I think huh. My craziest high experience. Well, this was when cannabis was illegal. Mm-hmm. Advise you for those of you who may be listening from places where it's illegal. I'm not telling you to use it. Mm-hmm. Because again, it's illegal. Illegal that will be your own personal choice. But a lot of us had to 
use it while it was illegal. And I, I guess and that's why it's now legal or decriminalized in a lot of places. So big up those before us who, who did so. Mm-hmm. But I think my craziest um, high experience was a time that me and my friend, we, we were now kind of getting into cannabis, you know, still didn't know how to roll and these different things. So we would have bought um, what we call a 50 play in Trinidad, which, which <laughs> is about a, a gram, a gram 0.5 there about. And we didn't know how to roll, like I didn't know how to roll properly, that is. So there we were in, in a dark track. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, dark track. Yeah, it's a dark track. This is like about after six, after seven, because we were, we were trying to head to dinner. So we were like, yo, let's buy, <laughs> let's buy a little weed, let's get a little high end. We'll go to the dinner with some munchies in our belly. So you can eat. <laughs> you know, enjoy, enjoy the night, yeah. So we did, um. So I'm busting up, I'm busting up the, the grid, which is grinding up for, for those of you who don't know what bust up means. So yeah, we're grinding up the grid in our hands because, you know, those days grinders won't Grinder. yeah, yeah. So, you know, so popular, easily accessible, especially mm-hmm. at um, the age I was at. So I'm busting up the grid in my hand. I rolled it, rolled, did I roll on actually? And again, I roll on as well, you roll onto the cigarette mm-hmm. um, for those of those of you who don't know. But the weed was not lightened. The weed was not lighting for, for nothing. <laughs> so we would get like two, two, three puffs and then it's out. So I think I, did, I didn't grind it up um, properly. There were like big nugs still inside of it. So that, that was probably one of the worst nights. But we still got a little high. But what ended up happening was we, we had like half of that gram remaining. So we were like, yo, what to do with this, this, this gram? Because again, we didn't know how to properly rule and we were pressed for time. So we, because we had a little, THC in our brains, I'm guessing, you know. Or my friend was like, yo, let's just eat it. And I was like, eat you, eat you sure why? I was because again it has a taste. I thought it's a grassy taste, and nobody wants to just eat raw eat weed just. Raw weed just so, yeah. But in our head we're thinking, you know, when you eat weed, you still get high. Yeah, yeah. So my brother you know, was like, yo, let's just eat the weed. And I was like, hmm, boy, you sure it has another way. It's like repressive time, etc. etc. Let's just eat the weed. And we, he took half of the, the remain, um, he took half of the point five. I took half of the point five, and you know, we, we swallowed it. I don't even think we had any water at that point. <laughs> how crazy this was! So, uh, we didn't even have any water, all saliva, all effort, all the power of the esophagus. <laughs> Dung, dungs go the weed, and about uh, 45 minutes after, while we were at the dinner, I don't know if what it was, but it probably did start to kick in. I mean, my friend, we were just like giggling at the table. We were just laughing at, at everything that's happening. And everybody was there like, yo, what's going on with Natty and, and I'm a virgin? Mm-hmm. But we, again, we, we wasn't very open at that point in time to say, yo, where we were. Yeah. So they're just like wondering what's going on with me, what's going on with my virgin. But we were just, we were just high off of the grid and enjoying the <laughs> night. So yeah, I think that was probably like one of, my craziest. Crazy, sorry. Yeah. I didn't brought up eating it. I remember I wouldn't even say that was one of the craziest in me because I didn't do it now. But my friend, we were passing by the police station in Port of Spain, and for some reason we were paranoid. And um <laughs> he was like, Yo, I not passing, but that's what you know, they will smell me. And I see my boy throat it. I said, nah. He called me four o'clock in the morning the next day. You know, I wake up. 
elevated. I do not know what happened. My eyes red. I see a look for that. I know I'm thinking, no, you can't get high by eating weed. That's what I'm thinking. But apparently you can. Is that, I don't know if you share the same sentiments. You can get high by eating the actual raw I, like, I think I did at that, at that <laughs> time, but as I got more um, exposed and, and understanding about the herb and how it affects you, I don't think it, if you eat it raw, it, it could affect you because, again, it's supposed to be activated THC. Mm-hmm. So I'm not too sure if it's like a placebo effect that takes place because you think you, you, think you so. just did and after it starts <laughs> to affect you. Because believe it or not, I was high. I don't know about my bridging, but I, you know, I, was feeling, I was feeling lifted. So I guess it's, it's, a, it's a mental thing. But now in 2022, I would not advise anybody to tweet. Yeah. <laughs> Unless it's in an edible and it's already, um, you know, it's already activated, etc. But yeah, this, these are, this is uh, years before, years before it, um, decriminalization was even taught in Trinidad. So if you're, if you're in Trinidad now or any place that has cannabis, do not eat it. Don't be like us. You know, this is just in the past. So find out, but not another way to ingest it. You understand? Because it's different out here. Now with these different types of strains that you have out here. And I don't know this, even this, I mean, even this K2, you call it. It does look like my one. I've never interfered. I don't even know what it is, to be honest with you. I don't know. If it's a strain that you're not supposed to interfere with, I genuinely don't know. But um, because, you know, you could get confused as to what it is you're buying and what it is you're using, I would advise that whoever you're buying your, your stuff from, make sure that, I don't want to say you know the person because you may not know everybody that you're buying from, but make sure that the product that you're getting is actually what it is said to be. I know you're doing that, but you're not just an advice. Yeah, I definitely advise everyone um, that, um, like growing up, I, there were so many rumors about somebody could give you a bad weed or put something in your weed, etc. Yeah, thankfully, <laughs> that never happened to me or anyone that I knew. And yeah. I personally, like, I just think that was an old wives' deal. I mean, it probably did happen for some persons, but for, for the majority of people who I know that is involved in weed and just weed alone, they usually don't like to mix up anything with weed because a lot of persons who sell weed are passionate about mm-hmm, weed mm-hmm. themselves. So they mm-hmm. wouldn't want to do anything fellow, to the yeah, fellow cannabis person um, that. But there are signs I would um, advise persons on um, in terms of buying weed. Um, one, as you said, you don't necessarily need to know the person, but make sure that you're buying from somebody, at least a recommendation, somebody yes. that you're close with recommending this person to, to buy from. Um, if you do not know the person or no recommendation, because sometimes you just bounce up somebody who, who has good weed or you just, you smelt it or you saw it somewhere and you just want to you know, get more information. Um, one of the first things, again, is, is sight. Weed looks a particular way, you know, it, it has a particular um, look to it. Um, it also has a particular smell, right? So if you realize that you're getting anything that is maybe smelling gassy, anything that's smelling kind of musky, these different things, you want to avoid purchasing um, weed from that, that person. Because weed, weed usually is very, has a very flavorful fragrance. You know, it's very citrusy or fruity. You may get a sort of dirty smell, but 
nothing nothing past that so if you're getting anything that doesn't smell like we then avoid it um the feel of it as well weed is not supposed to be too dry nor is it supposed to be too moist it's supposed to be a balance um in between so that would be something that you yourself will have to be mindful mindful of and again after that to just be your own experience mm-hmm. from using the herb and you would start to understand what to look for what to avoid and these different things you know yeah and well by that time you should have experience so not be getting whatever it is you want from all over the place i mean <clears throat> you know we have a bad habit when it says we want something we just had to ask a question who have it boy and somebody <laughs> sure to have it. Somebody have it or no one to get it. Yeah, I understand. So um, I think like as only as we as we get more older in the experience, you know, we get to know, all right, I could go here and I know I could get it. So I could call somebody in that area, sure to get you. Them kind of things now. Yeah. yeah. yeah so true, I man. go ahead. No, I was just going to um, agree with what you're saying. Yeah, as your time elapses, you yourself will you get your own personal dealer or personal dealers. Um, you yourself, you would now know what kind of help you like and what how it affects you and these different things. So, yeah, as time go along, you get you get more experience and you know how to navigate the cannabis world more more efficiently. And I believe cannabis is something that brings everybody together continuously. <laughs> But my question is, I don't know if my dog will open open dog, but anyway, <laughs> my question is like, for example, you know, in Trinidad, we have something called Kush, mm-hmm. right? When you go, for example, when I went to New York and you know, New York, that is legal in the state of New York, the color, the smell, the strains, the, all these different things come together to make this most wonderful plant, you know? And then when you come back to Trinidad and you, you get a push in your hand, you're confused because you're asking yourself, this is what I was... <laughs> exactly, exactly. You know, um, if recom- I don't even want to say if recommended, but what, why is that? <laughs> what is going on there? Why this thing that's had to be so wrong is how to be... I think it's clumped up because they press it. I'm, I'm too sure. But why the difference is so so huge? And then the price does not match the quality that you're getting. <laughs> yeah, um, that is a bit funny when it comes to comes to weed. Uh, one of the reasons I think why at least the quote unquote cost that we are getting, the quality is so poor. Uh, several different things. One, the Probably the time that it is grown and harvested to the time that it reaches us, um, there's a lot of time. And like storing weed for months and these different things is never an issue once you store it properly. So I think one of the main issues in, is in terms of the storage that it goes through to get from where it is grown, which is usually uh, Colombia or Venezuela, Venezuela allegedly. Mm-hmm. Um, so when it reaches us, because it has gone through proper storage, um, facilities it hasn't gone through a proper curing and drying process by the time the herb reaches to us the quality is so deteriorated that different things are affected with the plant so once your cannabis um, buds are out in the light they start to lose color 
um, they lose potency and some chemicals in it, such as THC, is then converted to CBD. different color, um, chemicals like CBG, etc., which, which gives you a different feeling. Mm-hmm. So, in terms of the Kush itself, when we get it, um, yeah, that's I think those are some of the reasons why the quality of it is so so poor. Mm-hmm. And because the pricing of it, again, the price is something that I've never understood because the quality is poor. Mm-hmm. But I guess in one, it's, a, it's still a, a black market um, product in Trinidad for the most mm-hmm. part. Um, so because they kind of have a monopoly on the, oh. on the supply of it and the, the production of it, they sort of could set those high prices. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the times people, most people who buy and still buy like 20 places or 50 places, only certain people will start to buy um, from quarters go up. So it's a kind of um, easy to manipulate the market in that sense when you have that monopoly on, okay. on the product, you know? Yeah. And going from there, like our, lo- our local streams, which is an unknown stream, but just developed throughout the years of growing in our own soils. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of the times I've gotten way better local than kush like i, I right. stopped smoking kush um a while ago and i either smoke strains that are grown or or our local strain and persons fight on the local strain main reason because it's um cd <laughs> and again that will be because of growing practices and these different things it, it drops the potency of the bud but i believe like our local strain it's it's better than it than the kush that we're getting you just have to be prepared to go to the to remove the seeds, yeah, the the, the stems, etc. That are there. Um, but my hope is one day, well, once um, cannabis is fully legalized, that um, our farmers will def- will be able to develop better farming practices mm-hmm. and have the support of whether it be the government or private sector to actually um, improve on our crop. Because I'm yeah. telling you, even the local strain grown in grown in Jamaica, though, despite it having seeds, etc. Like from the appearance of it, from the smell of it, the high that you get from it, mm-hmm. the overall experience, I would say it's um it's superior to, to Trinidad yeah. local. Trinidad local may get you um higher, and um, from my own experience, but the overall experience that I get from the grade um in Jamaica, it's yeah, it's definitely a cut a cut above the rest. Well, yeah, I would. I you just make it. Me feel the bad plane ticket and come to Jamaica now. Because you should, you should. You know, the, the experience over there looks so it's all about the energy and the vibes, you know, that comes with the, the herb as well. Over yeah. there. As you know, it's immaculate. And as it's, and we, as we're talking about different um like chemicals in terms of, you know, I still I hate you say C B D. I know there's C B D. I'm not too sure what Delta 9 is. Um these kinds of things now. Um, can you give us a little insight about that in terms of the, the, the chemicals? Not another mean, but THC, CBG, Delta 9, CBD. Okay, so well, that's the beginning. That's the advice, everyone. I'm not an expert on the chemicals um, <laughs> in cannabis, but um, well, the main, the main ones, as we know, are THC and CBD. Those are the popular ones, but there are some other cannabinoids, like as you said, CBG, um, there are so many CBG one and dif- different arm levels to, mm-hmm. to the CBG um, the chemicals. Yeah, yeah. Correct, the chemicals. Um, in terms of the Delta Nine, 
um, from what I understood from my initial readings with Delta 9 SVD, um, it's, I believe it's THC, but a THC concent concentrate. So the plant itself um, has more THC in it opposed to um, CBD and CBG, etc. And CBG, it's usually converted from THC. So if you have your, um, you already harvested your buds, etc., and you just leave them out, as I would have been mentioned, like for instance with the Kush, mm-hmm. you realize that the THC level starts to drop and then CBG increases. And that's where you get more of that sedative, sedative feeling from our Kush when you smoke it, for those of you who have smoked it. So there are, um, there are several other different cannabinoids as well as uh, different other chemicals that are within cannabis, the cannabis plant. But because um, right now, the industry mainly focuses on THC and CBD. Um, those are the ones that you will mainly hear and you'll mainly get information on. But there are, as I said, a, a wide range of different chemicals and cannabinoids that are within the, um, the plant. I believe there are over um, 120 cannabinoids in, in total. In total. Yeah? Mm-hmm. And it's only THC and CBD and some of CBG that really has gotten um, research on them. So they're yeah. still exploring um, the what's inside of the plant and what how those different chemicals interact with each other um, to create the whole uh, what we call the entourage effect and these different things, which mm-hmm. is a combination of all the different cannabinoids, flavonoids, terpenes um, interacting with, with each other to give you that holistic experience from the plant. And even the more we talk about you know cannabis. It just sounds great. Like, why not it? But make sure you all do all the research before they interfere with the herb. She's a friendly lady, but she's she not for everybody. Correct, correct, correct. <laughs> so definitely do your, your reading, do your research. You know, talk to people who, who, who's involved and people who you trust who that's within it. If you want to give it a try, um, yeah, ask one of your friends. Most persons who are involved in cannabis are always willing and open to yeah, uh, sharing with others, giving persons that, that first experience and popping the, the, the virgin cherry, as we just say, mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. So, yeah, just shout someone and they'll be more than willing to give you that um, experience. Insights. Yeah, yeah, definitely and for sure. Well, you know, this episode going on release on 420, so I should say now you're all happy 420. Be safe. Mm-hmm. Um, don't do anything that your mother will not be proud of. <laughs> <laughs> and if she's not proud, proud of it, make sure that you are proud of it, proud but, of be it responsible, yes. but be responsible always. If it's your first time, don't go driving afterwards. Um, if it's your first time, find a safe, a safe space, a comfortable space. So in case that you, you sometimes you will be vulnerable. You would be, you may say things that, you don't usually see because again it's it's relaxing and you're feeling comfortable in the mm-hmm. moment. So you know, just be aware of your surroundings, be aware of who you're partaking in the herb with it's, and yes. enjoy enjoy the experience, you know, enjoy it. Enjoy it. It's something to enjoy indeed. Um, one last or two last things I would like to say before we leave. Um, Nati, so we don't talk about all these good things to do surrounding the herb, but I have a question, mm. right? Again, <laughs> in terms of, you know, 420 and 420 in Trinidad, 
what do you think or how do you think we can celebrate it as we um do you have marijuana decriminalized right now that's a good question well i, I, I saw a lot of um cannabis related businesses having different sales um different gatherings that are legal of course mm-hmm. uh, so in terms of celebration find find your crew you know find a find a crew to enjoy the day with if you don't have a crew as i said there are a lot of different um, pages on instagram on facebook that one either supports cannabis legalization and has functions or they have they sell the accessories for it and just having a, a get together for persons you know find these different places and as i said everyone who's involved in cannabis are open to bringing persons into their family are open to um holding a meds with someone or providing more information about cannabis itself uh so yeah i it's always it's better to enjoy 420 with your friends rather mm-hmm. than you enjoy it by yourself. By yourself. Um, if, you, if you are by yourself, you can still enjoy it, but definitely um, find, find a group. As I said, there's so many different groups in Trinidad now that are supporting cannabis, mm-hmm. um, that are creating safe spaces for persons to consume cannabis in as well on their own private residence and these different things. So be open, be open to finding your friends, be open to finding new circles. Um, because our friend with weed is our friend. And indeed. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll close, with, close with that. So yeah, find a friend. Find a safe space to, to party can you help with. Do so responsibly. And enjoy the experience. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. And when two or three are gathered, her must be. Uh-huh. Nancy, thank sure. you so much, so much, so much for having this conversation with me. I do hope that you enjoy your time in Jamaica. Smoke a lot of herb. Enjoy yourself. And we will talk soon. Earlier, that was cannabis. That was the ca- Sorry, we're going on. That was the Caribbean cannabis channel. Prophet Nazi. You'll definitely have to check him out. You want to tell the people anything before you go? No, first, I just want to thank you for, for providing this experience and for sharing this information with your, with your listeners. I think cannabis is something that's very important in the world today the industry is continuously growing and there are so many new users who are coming out so i think this is a very important conversation mm-hmm. and to leave with you all as i said make sure to do your own research um have conversations with persons that are within the industry have conversations with persons who probably was within the industry and decided to come up for their own personal reasons but just for you to get that whole holistic understanding of what the plant has to offer and all what aspect of um tool that you like to involve yourself in whether it's just you want to remain a consumer you want to become a grower you want to market the products whatever it is involving cannabis just understand where you where you're fitting in so that you can best um, understand and best partake in the hoop apart from that as she, she made mention it's the caribbean cannabis channel on instagram um the caribbean cannabis podcast on Facebook, the Caribbean Cannabis Channel. And my name is Prophet Nati, and it has been a pleasure sharing with you as you share with me. No problem. Okay. Well, yeah, I don't know why ending this one, but the universal question is who have it? <laughs> <laughs>